Welcome to Must Love Food. On today's show, Kim and Teresa are going to talk about our new cookbook, Feel Good Food, available now on Amazon.com. Then, let's make a meal with contents from Teresa's Fridge. Enjoy the show. Visit our site to learn about special offers, new products, and more for purchase. We offer live cooking seminars from pasta making and cast iron cooking to pie baking and stir frying techniques. Our special interest publications feature recipes centered around certain topics like feel good food and slow cooker dinners. We also offer custom cuisine at home branded kitchen tools such as aprons, cutting boards, and bench knives. Shop all of our offerings at cuisineathome.com. Hello, I'm Kim, and I'm here with Teresa, and we are so excited to talk about our latest cookbook called Feel Good Food. And Teresa, I thought maybe you could just jump right in and talk about why you are so passionate about this book and why you think people will really appreciate owning this book. Absolutely. This book is a departure from our usual cookbooks. Our usual cookbooks have so many wonderful recipes in them and there's a photo of every recipe but this one is a little bit different there's so much information to impart that it was kind of an exciting project for the designers to work on this book yeah i mean i guess if you just start with that whole like just the title feel good food exactly what is that what can that be and i remember how excited we were that that's what we chose And when we got started and all of the opportunities we had to fill this book, and um, I just remember that, um, you know, we knew it wasn't going to be a book about losing weight. It was going to be rethinking what you eat and how to go about doing that. And I have to say that Teresa and Brianna uh, just nailed it with the design. I mean, the cover of this book, if people don't look at that and go, I have to have it. There's something wrong with them. (laughs) Right? Right. And just the title, Feel Good Food in itself, there was so much to work with. Just from the title, you can tell we wanted this book to be energetic and fun and lively and great to look at. You know, the, the photography makes it great to look at, but there is so much information that people should know that we created all kinds of devices shall we say, on the inside for, to, you know, for added value. Added value, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. so there's, there's tips and there's techniques and there's information presented in different ways. And almost every page has something added for you to learn in a very fun way. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, when you're trying to eat better, it seems like it could be a chore. Like, how am I going to go about this? But in this book... We section it out so that it makes it easy for people to pick and choose what's going to work for them. And I know that our goal was to prove that it's possible to make great-tasting, nutritious food. And I think um, all the recipe developers uh, who were involved in this book really did such a superb job. And, I mean, even if I hadn't worked on this book, I would want a copy of it. (laughs) Uh, For example, um, 
there is a lot of mini sections in this book and there is a in particular there's a smoothie bowl mini section and it's it's within our bowl section which is you know hot trend right now but the smoothie bowl section is so fun because we made the images of the smoothie bowls almost life size and you can see all the beautiful colors and the the ingredients in so there. So dynamic. Yeah, and then and and then we have a fun uh, wheel of ingredients that you can top your smoothie bowls with. So it you know gives you the reader a chance to make up your own smoothie bowl with your own favorite ingredients. Yeah, and uh, what I thought was great about the smoothie bowls is that not only are they full of vitamins and superfoods and irresistible toppings, but they taste almost like an ice cream sundae. You feel almost guilty eating it because so it's decadent. so decadent. Yes, but everything you're consuming is good for you. So I was very happy about that. And then, yeah, um, you know, the Power Bowls, yeah, that certainly is a, is a, is a trend. It's been um, a trend now for a couple of years, and I think people are on board with it because you get a whole entire meal in a bowl, and you can basically uh, add to it what you like. Um, and, you know, um, if you want steak, you can still have steak, you know, just you kind of cut back on, on the amount. Um, but, yeah, it's it, the smoothie bowls and the power bowls, um, I think, excite your taste buds in a whole new way. I was very happy with that um, section of the book. And there's even a tofu section that was fun to work with because, you know, you, you think of tofu in a certain way, but, um, you know, there's tofu mac and cheese. Yeah, and <laughs> I mean, I know there are people who are like, absolutely no way am I going to ever eat tofu. But I think the recipes in this book are sure to inspire people to at least try, you know, to try tofu. Like you said, the mac and cheese. The tofu breakfast scramble. There's, that's yeah, fun absolutely. to work with. And then with. there's yeah. uh, the... Um, the uh, uh, the piccata, the tofu piccata, which was delicious. Uh, and then there's one uh, tofu steaks, I think, with the chimichurri sauce. It's surprising how good tofu can really be. I mean, I'm a fan anyway. Because and, and I'm not a fan, okay. and I love these recipes. I loved them, too. Any, anytime you can season tofu is great in my book. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it's a it's definitely a protein-dense ingredient. So, you know, if you're trying to um, consume protein but maybe not eat meat, um, it's a great alternative. And with these recipes, uh, you'll be able to enjoy them as well. And there's a, uh, a whole section on new dieting trends, keto, Whole30, paleo, um, with accompanying recipes. And not only teaches you about if you're wondering about these recipes um, but it includes uh, recipes I'm sorry teaching you about the diets but it includes recipes that you can start your diet with sure uh, one of my favorites is the steak stuffed avocado recipe you know even if you're not on one of these diets the all these recipes are so tasty I remember when Maddie brought that to taste panel and it got devoured and everyone loved it um, and, you know, you're eating uh, steak again, but you're eating it in moderation. Of course, in a diet like that, I guess you can eat as much as you want. But um, if you, you can still eat this even if you're not on that diet. It's a great recipe, this, the avocados, or st steak-stuffed avocados. Um, we also have a section on gut health. 
And uh, the thing about gut health, it's, you know, it's becoming increasingly apparent that good gut health is really important to a person's overall well-being. And so there's some recipes to go with that. And then also a whole uh, uh, spread or a couple of spreads on fermenting, uh, making sauerkraut, which is also good for your gut. And I know, Teresa, you weren't really a fan of sauerkraut before we uh, uh, developed that recipe. That's right. This section really surprised me. And this is another example of the, um, the creative way that you can um, have feel-good food. For for example, I like you say I'm not a fan of sauerkraut, but um, John uh, developed this recipe and and the method of making sauerkraut, and it was all quite a revelation to me actually. And you know he he came up with three different ways to make sauerkraut. They were all delicious, and I would I would actually try it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, something that's as simple as cabbage and water and a little salt. A little salt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, yeah, he did a nice job with that. I think, you know, one challenge with um, trying to eat a, you know, better diet or consume better foods is that, you know, you get bored with your options. You think, you know, oh, okay, so what am I going to have quinoa again tonight? But, um, you know, we put our heads together in the test kitchen and came up with ideas that uh, allow you to enjoy things you still want to consume but not feel guilty about eating them. And I think, you know, it starts partially starts with what you stock like your pantry with and your refrigerator with. So I think, you know, rethinking how you, um, you know, what you buy and revamping your pantry is key to staying on track to eating a healthy diet. And if you have your pantry stocked with good for you ingredients, then it, it's, uh, it makes it easier, allows you to improvise and substitute as you please when you, when you cook. So what else do we want to talk about with this book? Well, you know, I really believe that the way this book is put together from the ground up is it's a book that you can go back to time and again. It's it's because it's not a traditional cookbook, although it's chock full of recipes, but there's different sections you can go back to, and that's why it was, it was so fun to put together um, because each section can stand on its own, mm-hmm. and there's so much to discover that um, I, I think this book is a keeper, frankly. I do, too, and, you know, um, we have the section on what... Uh, fruits and vegetables you should buy um, organic Um, the whole dirty dozen and then the clean 15 so it's something that people can look back at oh okay I'm gonna go get my groceries what is it again I need to consider buying organic because they end up with more pesticides than some of the other ones so you just want to keep an idea of that in your you know head when you're going to the grocery store I mean you know if you if you can't buy something organic or the quality isn't as good you should still go ahead and buy you know your, your produce but there are certain things that it is beneficial to um, buy organic oh I guess we did forget there is another section there's the weeknight menu section which um, that includes an entree and a side dish so you get a complete meal a complete meal that's healthy for you and all throughout that section, there are sidebars on how-tos. For example, how to impart more flavor in sauces. There's all kinds of um, step-by-step directions mm-hmm. in this section. Plus, by 
weeknight meals itself, it means that they're quick to put together. Absolutely, yes. That was one goal, absolutely, in that section we wanted to accomplish was to make sure that they were, you know, fairly quick, um, but still nutritious and very, very tasty. The cover of the Feel Good Food book is interesting because it it has a bit of a history. Uh, We photographed a Power Bowl. It was very colorful and fun to look at and tasty, too, because we've all had it in taste panel. Um, It was earmarked to be used on a cover of one of our magazine issues, we all loved it, but uh, for some reason, I, I can't remember what it was replaced with, but um, we didn't end up using it, and it, you know, some people were sad to see it go. But when we talked about the covers for this Feel Good Food book, um, that was the first thing that was in our minds, and it works perfectly. It shows a Powerball. The food is so colorful and appealing, and the recipe's tasty, so why not use it on this book? We knew we'd use it eventually, yeah, didn't we? Yeah, it, it, it was one of those that everybody loved, yeah, for sure. absolutely. Well, I'm really happy that we were able to do this book, and um, let's hope we can do another one similar to it one of these days, because we sure did enjoy working on this. Just go to Amazon and search for Feel Good Food. It's a great cookbook. It's uh, full of recipes for a healthier mind and body. Check it out on Amazon. Thank you, everybody. Hi, I'm Teresa, and we're here with Robin and Kim, and they are going to make a meal from my fridge. I'm excited. How about you, Kim? I'm really excited because... She has roasted garbanzo beans. I, I see that. And I don't even know how to make it. But do you want to tell us what the rest of the ingredients are? Sure, and... sure. I have roasted garbanzo beans in my fridge all the time. I make them every Sunday so I can have them during the week. And what you do is very easy. You drain your, I, I get canned, no salt added garbanzo beans. Drain them, rinse them, and then put them on a baking sheet and toss them with a little bit of olive oil and some seasonings, whatever you whatever you like. I like just a tiny bit of spice and some black pepper and another tiny bit of salt so I can, um, you know, control the amount of salt that I'm eating. Uh, stick them in the oven at 400 degrees for 20 to 25 minutes, and there you have it. And then I put them in salads and all kinds of things. And actually, I just use them to snack on. It sounds like a good snack. And I know yeah. you said you're a snacker. Yes, I so am. So this is perfect for you. <laughs> exactly. It wow. sounds delicious. Well, we definitely have to use those in something. We do. So but should we make her tell us the rest of the yeah, ingredients? Yeah, tell us what other ingredients you have in your fridge. Okay. We, I, we cheated on that and, and got a, <laughs> a preview on the garbanzo beans. But anyway. <laughs> okay. I have some fresh fruit. I have fresh blueberries, red grapes, apples, and oranges. And then my fresh veggies are fresh spinach, zucchini, carrots, and asparagus. Of course, the roasted garbanzo beans. I have bacon, chicken breast, sliced deli ham, Feta cheese and brown rice. Hmm. Just, Boy, there's a lot of good things here. Really, there are. I think maybe you could make an entree and then a side. Oh, definitely. You know, right? 
could do an entree salad inside. You but, could. You could do but, like a chicken bacon about, salad with right? spinach and you maybe could. cook. Maybe start by cooking some brown rice. Well, yes, because that, that's going to take the longest. It's going to take the longest. Right. So let's do that. Maybe it's a maybe it's a bowl, a power bowl. Oh, what do that, you think? I think that would be really good. That would be tasty. And it, it would be colorful. It would. And so start with that brown rice. Cook the brown rice. Okay. And if you had chicken broth, I'd probably wouldn't you cook that brown rice with some chicken broth? Give it some flavor. Or would you? Or is it not a good idea with brown rice? Well, she doesn't have any chicken broth. So. Do you have chicken well, broth? Well, actually, I confess I do have. Chicken oh, you broth. do. Unsalted chicken okay. broth. Okay. Okay. Sure. Cook okay. it in some chicken broth. So we'll get that started. Yeah, get the rice started. Okay. All right. Um, and then our chicken breast. How do we want to do that? Do we want to pan sear that? Probably. But do you think? Do you want to cook bacon? Some bacon first. Yes, and and use the drippings from the bacon to cook the chicken. Well, okay. Yes, because <laughs> okay. bacon makes everything better. <laughs> okay, that sounds good right there. <laughs> and I mean, you don't have to use all the bacon, right? Maybe two or three strips right. or something, just a little and bit to get some. Just a little bit. We'll have the flavor there, and yep. then we'll have a little bit, a little of, bit of bacon for some for some tasty drippings. Bits. To, yeah, <laughs> yes. to cook the chicken in. Okay. Okay. So we're gonna cook some chicken. Cook some bacon. Mm-hmm. Remove that. Cooked the chicken, right? right. Yes. Okay. Now, I'm debating on that spinach, on whether I want to stir that into the brown rice or keep it fresh. Oh. Well, if it's a power bowl, huh. I mean, I guess spinach is better for you when it's cooked, right? That's what I have read. Does anyone... Interesting. Do you, do you know that, Teresa? I, I don't know, but the thought of stirring that into the rice is intriguing. It is intriguing, mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so maybe the chicken is separate, and then right. we're making a brown rice spinach side dish. Well, it could still be a power bowl and have other the rest of these things up on top. That's true. Yeah. Okay. Just so change our power bowl a little bit. That we don't usually put that in the rice, but we could. Right. Okay. So, now I have to ask you, Teresa. Do you have vinegar and oil at home? Yes. Okay. I have lots of vin- different vinegars. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you could make a little kind of vinaigrette. Absolutely. Um, to serve with the rice, with, with the power bowl. Right. Right? Okay. Because you're going to need some a little acid mm-hmm. to go with uh, this salad or power bowl, <laughs> whichever it is. Okay. So we've got our bacon. We've got our chicken. We've got our brown rice. We've got our spinach. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do we want some zucchini or carrots? Yes. Okay. Both of them? They do play nice together. Okay. So maybe some just grate some carrots? Yes. And have that in that bowl as well, and then and then um, maybe zoodle the zucchini. Absolutely, Ooh, okay. what I was thinking. Okay, that yeah, sounds okay. fun because it tastes good. It's fun and it's pretty. And then one of the fruits, good. either the blueberries or the grapes. Uh huh. We could do both of those, and actually, we could use some of the orange to make uh, the vinaigrette. vinaigrette. Mm-hmm. That would be nice. That would be nice. Okay, so what about the feta? Got to well, have feta, right? Well, some people do. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'll take Robin's portion of feta. <laughs> okay, there we go. So okay. yes, fe- okay. yes to the feta. Okay, so our Power Bowl is going to be brown rice with some um, spinach cooked, uh, stirred in right right at the end uh-huh, so to, it, wilt it. to wilt it. Okay, and then we're going to do And then on top chicken, of that, yes. And so we'll slice it after we've sauteed it. Right. And then we'll have a little bacon uh-huh. for some crunch and a uh-huh. little extra flavor. And we're going to have some zoodles and some carrots 
Right. And then we're going to make a vinaigrette with some orange and a vinegar and some olive oil. Right. And then grapes and blueberries? Well, we... I'm going to leave that open. Okay. So I okay. would say that depends on what they look like. You can choose both or one or the other. And then I also, I don't want to forget those garbanzo and beans. And the garbanzo beans are the, that's uh-huh. the cowbell. Right. Right? And, <laughs> well, we have that bacon. We want to crumble right. that up and there. and that's going to go on right. top, too. Yep. Right. Yep. Yeah. Okay, and let's go to the kitchen, Robin. All right. Let's I think that sounds cooking. good. Are you, are you happy okay, with that? Okay, you guys, this sounds fantastic. I am going to make this this week. Can I come over? (laughs) Yes, please. (laughs) Your refrigerator is better equipped than mine. I'm I'm going to Teresa's. Exactly. Thanks, guys. That sounds great. We want to connect with you. Follow Cuisine at Home on Pinterest, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube for recipe inspiration, cooking tips and techniques, behind-the-scenes action, and cooking videos. You can also subscribe to our free newsletter at cuisineathome.com newsletter.